Hello everyone, welcome to Formlessness, the show that is always being backwards and forwards. That's something that I've just said, and if you would like to say something to me about what the show is always being to you, tweet me at Formlessness on Twitter, and maybe one of these shows, I'll read your tweet at the beginning of it, and you will be, of course, famous and rich and successful and all of the things that you ever have wanted to be, regardless of whether that happens or not, but maybe having your tweet read at the beginning of one of these episodes will make you feel just a little bit extra special and extra nice, much like I'm feeling today, because we have a really great guest, someone that I love and adore very much, and they will be joining us in just a second. But first, uh, we have to get a little business out of the way. A few ads this week. Number one is an ad for podcasting itself, and more specifically for the shortened term that we use for said concept. What I'm talking about, as many of you may have guessed, is the the prefix pod being used in our society. Um, This show is sponsored by changing that term from pod to cast. What I mean is, instead of saying, I'm going on the pod, or I'm listening to a pod, or I'm I'm in the pod, just say cast, alright? It's better. This ad is also sponsored by me um, doing the show, and I just want to add that in there to this ad to as an addendum just to make sure that I'm giving myself credit for the hard work and the good job that I'm doing reading it, as you all know. Um, I want to make sure I don't stray from the copy. Um, Anyway, uh, I think it's about time to invite our guest to join us. He's going to be joining us via Zoom. And I'm just going to get things started here. Hello. Hi, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's me? up? What's up? I can hear you. All right, cool. Let me can change my me? microphone real quick. Yeah, I can hear you. Nice. Can Wait, you one second. God damn, I'm stupid. Uh, Hello? Can you hear this? I don't know if I'm doing the echoing or if you're doing the echoing. I'm doing the echoing. I'm doing the echoing. Uh, no worries. No worries. Really? Uh, not really. Fuck, dude. All right, everything works now. Uh, What's up, uh, welcome, welcome to the show, Clay, Clay Tatum. Tatum. Welcome to Formlessness Podcast. This is the show that is all about trying to understand what it's all about and what is going on, and also how to be funny and how to be real and how to be nice and how to be kind. What's up? <laughs> What's up, dog? How's it going, dude? It's going pretty good. Um, I got this shit all set up in the bathroom, but there's too much static. There's like a big buzz. So where? Are, wait, wait. Where are you exactly? I'm at this hotel called the Olympic Hotel in okay. Westlake. It's a place that I found a Craigslist ad for when I flew here two, three days ago. Right. Uh, and it's cool. But the reviews of it are pretty sketchy. 
it's a sketchy area. I mean, that's like, um, I drive by it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. My home Depot is really close to you. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so it's... you're really close to my home Depot, which is really cool news. You should and... be very excited. I am very excited. I feel like it's good news in the direction that maybe this place isn't that sketchy of an area because it's so close to home. Depot. That's true. But there's also a big um, uh, heroin um, problem in your neighbor in that oh, area. Oh, great. Okay. You know where the uh, MacArthur Lake is? Yeah, I thought that was Echo Lake, and I thought it had taken maybe. a real turn. Um, no, that's like um, that's like a notorious place to buy heroin. So. I mean, oh. I see. Um, that's the only thing I know about that area. There's a also Langers is in that um, area. Langer Langers. Langers L A N G E R, and um, okay, S as it well. Has, it's like a. It's like a. I think it's an S. I think there's. They have um, really good sandwiches there, and I've never been because it's a, a lot of lines, a big long line. Really is there? Yeah, it's a very popular spot. It's like it's like one of those like um, it might be. I think it's a Jewish deli, and we don't really have them hmm. on the east side, really. So I think um, it's very popular. You're over on so the east side. So if there's anything else you need to know about this neighborhood, I can fill you in. Please uh, fill me in as much as possible. I feel like an empty vessel full of uh, anxiety, trying to stay alive and not get chopped, chopped down. Where, where do you live? <laughs> what's your What's your main? My main spot my main hood is colorado denver all that plains the good old plains but i've been in washington state since good old covid and is that where you're originally from no i'm originally from colorado okay yeah why washington state i mean i i would i love both areas but yeah i've never been to washington state i just like how do you know you like love trees. it if you've never been there? I like trees right. and I like rain. Okay. Have you been to Oregon State? Mm. No, I've been, I've been to Northern California. That's the closest I've ever been. Okay, so you've been to Northern California State, but you know yeah. that you love Washington State. Exactly. That's great. That's exactly yeah. how I feel and how I felt about Westlake before I got here. Hey, and Westlake really turning is out to great. Be true. Yeah. Have you have you done anything since you've been in LA? Can you catch me up on everything that you've done? Yes, I've done okay. a lot of scooter riding and one coffee shop jaunt. Which yesterday. one? Which one? Uh, one in Echo Park. It's like a block north of the park. Okay. I don't know what it's called, but they have really nice orange juice. There's Silverback. There's um, Stories. I recommend stories a lot. Okay, I think I've and been there. And there's also a boathouse at the lake. Oh. <laughs> well, that has coffee, which is really good. Yeah. And you can rent a boat. Wow. Have a you ever rented swan. a boat? Yeah, I've rented a boat house? like a couple of times. It's one of those little paddle two-seaters where you can just oh yeah yeah paddle around. Mm-hmm. So. I was expecting for one second that the boat would be like a houseboat or like a sailboat. But no, I wish it was. The too small. It's just an it's echo of the lake. Small. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. tiny lake. Yeah. So I went to Washington because I was I moved here like two weeks before the pandemic to do comedy. Uh, In L.A. Yeah, 
and then the pandemic hit and I was like, it's all closed down. So I should go somewhere more chill because I don't have any connections here or whatever. Did you do comedy in Denver? Yeah. I did some, I tried to do improv at open mic stand-up nights and it was, it was, I, you go into any stand-up shows in Denver? Uh, a few, yeah. Not that many, though. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of stand-up in Denver. Or like when I when I was like doing comedy as like on stage with uh, friends, we would always do festivals. And um, we did High Plains, I think that's in Denver. Yeah. One time, we did a bunch of other shows. Um, the Rollicks. Did some shows mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. them. I've made, yeah, I've worked with those guys a little bit. Made a couple videos. That's great. Yeah, um, yeah, I love those guys. I don't, I don't, I haven't really seen them since years ago. I mean, I stopped doing stand up, or no, I never did stand up. I did like weird group show with yeah, me power Ryan, violence. But yes, yeah, so when I did that, it was we always like. Went to Denver a lot. Mm. That was great. I love Denver. Going back there again for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, is your wife's I family think. from there? My wife's family is from Minnesota, but her brother moved to Denver. Nice. And so we're going there. Also, I like snow. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, I don't know if if I like snow because I never got it because I lived in Alabama and then I moved to LA. Mm-hmm. But it, I think I really like snow, and I think I would never get sick of it. Great. I'm yeah. so glad that you think that, and yeah. I support you thinking that and believing so that much. to whatever degree you, so you wish. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm going to be happy when I feel I, uh, you're proven wrong after yeah. living there for a very short so time. So over it, yeah. Uh, did you do any stand-up here in L.A.? No, uh, my history with LA is being here for college for a semester at AMDA, oh, yeah. the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, or the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. Where's that at? It is across from the Capitol building, Capitol Records building. Hmm. Not the Capitol. Oh, city. so you're just like, yeah. yeah well, the the Capitol building is the Capitol of California. Right, um, right, right. But my Capitol uh, building is Capitol Records. Exactly. Yes. Which is because I love oh, music. So you were in, you were in, you were in right in the middle of Hollywood. Yeah, right in the middle. It was a great experience hanging out at the ArcLight. Uh, yeah. It was also a great experience realizing that that school had nothing for me. <laughs> yeah. How many years? One semester. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I did that. I did one semester at an art college in savannah georgia before i moved to la oh yeah yeah and i i, I remembered i was like oh, i'm so stupid i hate school i don't know why i forgot that and so yeah. i did school and i thought i'd enjoy it but it was i i don't enjoy it and uh so i bailed real quick nice yeah, yeah. i felt the same i've remained feeling the same as most of the people i have been around have continued to be in school seemingly forever and yeah i get it 
I feel like it's a good way of navigating society, but it's also not not what I care about. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm so glad that I was never that type of person that wanted college and then wanted to be like, I guess I'll get my master's. Yeah, why not? Um, Why not keep going in in the same, yeah. I feel like I already am getting my master's handed to me on a freaking paddle yes. every day dude yes yes good it's called life yes that's what's up i like that yeah yeah, um, yeah. so so what's how, how long are you gonna be in la now during i want to live here and stay here because i want to do comedy and be a performer because that's yeah. all that i do and it seems like uh this is the place where i'm perceived the most accurately yeah um so I want to stay here. I don't know. I have this place for a week. I. That's uh, a. Is it like a? Is it like a? Um, what is those places? It's like a. Is it like a? Uh, what is it called? Temporary living hotel. What is it? Yeah, I don't know what that f- phrase is. I don't think I've ever known. But it's that kind of thing. It's like the hotel that you get for. You can only get it weekly or monthly. Yeah. Yeah. There's some name for it. I, um, to where like some of them also have like a little kitchenette in them too oh yeah yeah this doesn't but it has like a bathroom which is good yeah all the places i was trying to rent monthly like were just bedrooms with shared bathrooms and what about the bed bugs are they Uh, they around i have seen what i think are really small cockroaches and you saying that makes me feel very afraid that they're just very large bed bugs (laughs) Um, oh, fuck. I lived in I lived in downtown when, uh, 2011 hmm. in a really cr- really really crummy place. It's like a it was like HUD housing where it was like government subsidized. Like you tell them how much you make and then they give you like whatever you pay. And um, nice. how did I didn't you know get about that, dude? Well, I was just like I I realized that like. It's like right when I found out about food stamps. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I didn't know that was an option for me. Yeah. And I was just like delivering pizzas and I didn't really have that much money. And I was like, maybe I'll just take advantage of this like HUD housing. Cause I just like, I wanted to live in downtown and I looked mm-hmm. at all these buildings and they told me like, oh, hey, this is like um, government, whatever. And I was like, what the sound of that? And so they gave me a studio apartment for $500. Wow. Yeah, that's great. That I could afford. Yeah, so it was all like it was on the ninth floor, great view, all concrete everywhere, mm-hmm. and um, they have like a little like mini fridge with a little burner on top of it, and it was like great. It was my favorite place. I lived, and I got bed bugs. Oh, yeah. What was that and like? So, How invasive was that in your life? Very so bad. Um, and they were just well when I first moved in to look at the place. There's like a um, mattress with garbage bags over them, and it yeah, said, "Yeah, dude, that's exactly uh, what I have." Yeah, and they have um, it says "Little Vampires" on it, and I was like, "Oh god, oh that's that, what a creative thing to say. That's crazy." And I didn't like read into it at all, and so I got the place, and then like six months later, I had a huge um, uh, batch of little bugs in my bed, and um, sleeping with I you started like night. getting bites on my arms. 
Mm-hmm. And so I had to move out and then I moved into, I moved into an apartment with Rod, my friend, mm-hmm. and I instantly gave him bed bugs. And, um, how do you kick them? How do you get rid of you, them? You just have to lose everything you own. Oh, great. I'm so, so good at doing that, dude. Yeah. And so I like, I threw away everything I own, but like I kept like two or three things and I was like, I'll just bring this with me. And when I brought it to Rod's, uh, a couple of bugs came with and wow. it took them, took them like a month maybe to like multiply and then infest the home. Wow. And then yeah. what, did you have to move again? So we were like, it was, I was a lucky situation because we found uh, one of like a guy that we knew online, barely rented like an entire mansion. And wow. he was like, I want to get like 10 of the funniest people I know in this house and we can make videos. We can do oh, this and that. And he was like doing sick. a web series with MTV. And I was like, okay, cool. So me, Wit, Rod, Buddy, and like five other people moved into this house and um yeah so we did that that's great no bed bugs no bed bugs that was my last um my last bed bug experience was in when i brought it to my friend's house Mm. now when you say lose everything you own does that mean like including um plastic and metal items such I as, think if you could get a good 360 view of this of like a cup or something mm-hmm. and there's nothing in there, I say yes. But if you have like clothes, they can yeah. like hide in little folds and stuff and you can never trust it. <sighs> Damn. But you can like drop put your clothes in a dryer maybe and then ultra high heat. Okay. I don't know if that's an option with a dryer. Was that an and, option for you all those times? Uh, no. Yeah. I, I just like I just threw away everything. Hmm. I was just like I was so over it too, and also I didn't really own that many things, mm-hmm. so I was okay with like throwing New away. wardrobe, yeah. excuse. That's cool. I I have like two pairs of pants on me at all times. You, so wow, double Not pants on, on you. Um, but that's like I've I'm a I don't have that much clothes ever. Yeah, that's I'm really th- hot. I'm a three pants man. Uh, recently, same a new pair. Same. Two That's pants is not enough because you gotta. I don't know. It's just not anymore for me. And you don't need to do that much laundry. Mm-hmm. I find the less I do, the longer my clothes stay clean, and the more fluid my life becomes. What's up? Till I lose all momentum <laughs> in, that, in the That's external world. <laughs> So what's your plan? Okay, so your plan is you're in this hotel, mm-hmm. um, and also there um, you might go to another place, another hotel, maybe, or you might maybe find an apartment. Mm-hmm. I don't really have any money. I mean, I have like two hundred bucks right now. My plan right. is to try and stay here long enough to keep doing this podcast and finish all this music I have and then release that in a way that gives me some some clout or something yeah interesting yeah I like this I like the sound of this I mean I wouldn't recommend it but I like the sound of it that's great I really appreciate that um so you know your next 200 is going to the hotel Maybe if I decide to say another week, right? Which you have a car? 
uh in washington not here though oh you didn't drive here no i flew i guess that's smart i had this car that was like uh i got at a police auction or i got from a guy who got it from a police auction and it was pretty rough and i was tired of driving it giving me all that anxiety freaking those <sighs> was it breaking rush. down on you it's one of these cars where you just like feel every vibration of the engine yeah. and everything going straight through you. Yep, yep. It rattles. It rattles, it squeaks, it chugs, it uh, vibrates. Yeah, you can't make that. You can't do that. All those hills? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So you got off the you got off the plane. Did you take the subway? No, I didn't. I took an Uber, living okay. that high life. Yeah. Right. Okay. Last time when I got here in March, I took my own feet only, and it was pouring rain, and I went from one <sighs> extreme to Where did you walk to? <laughs> I walked to a hostel in Marina del Rey. Okay, that's not too far. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's still, I mean, it's too far for my fat ass, but. Yeah, and it was, um, took me out for the next two or three days. What's a hostel like? It is really interesting and good. Uh, I okay. stayed at, on that same journey, I stayed at one in Santa uh, or Venice Beach okay. for like a week, and it was really cool, really interesting social dynamics and people. But that stuff, like, I've been trying to live with roommates and live in semi-public situations. It's really draining. Yeah. Just like always be in other people's space. But it's really cool. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I'm always, I, I love living by myself or like, I mean, like I live with my wife now, which is like, I, is that like living by yourself? Oh yeah. Yeah. Very. I mean, I just like, I don't know. I think with like, my life here it's like i'm so i'm more comfortable with the situation of like with a wife or like a girlfriend or whatever and um rather than a roommate because it's like you're not like intimate with a roommate mm -hmm. so you're always just like you're, you always like well, should i leave them alone or should i just like you know yeah yeah and i always feel weird about like working on shit with yeah them because that's an intimate thing too but I always had it good. I always had it good in a way where I always worked nights and all my roommates worked days. So I am oh, damn. mainly had the apartment to myself for most of my life living with that's roommates. Really, that's a good idea. Yeah. Having a night job was great. Love delivering pizza. Mm -hmm. Can't do that I without a car. I guess maybe with a bicycle. It's rough. I mean, like... Not too long ago, like maybe like two or three years ago, I I was like in a in a bind where I didn't have like that much money or like I had money coming, but it's like a long time away. Mm. And I was like, fuck, I need to do something. And so I did Postmates, mm -hmm. which is like this gig economy shit. Is like I used to be horrendous. friends with those guys. Um, and that was terrible. That was like bad, but. I needed money again, so I was like, fuck, I'll do this on foot now, and I'll go to downtown, and I'll skateboard oh. from spot to spot. And it is doable, but it's like, 
the amount of stress that you do it with a car is like pretty high. Yeah. But on feet, it's like double because you're like, um, because sometimes you'll get one where it's like ten blocks away, and you're like, "Fuck!" Um, but you like it's been a long time since you've had um, a mm-hmm. pickup, and so it's like pretty like it's it's kind of like torture, but it's always a good thing to have. Um, yeah, yeah, I did that a long time ago. I also lived in my car here for a couple months, like in 2016, doing Postmates. That was the shit. Oh, how was that? It was you dope. Like that? Yeah, I had a like yeah. I did a Jeep Cherokee. I could live, like sleep in comfortably. Oh, uh, crazy. I just went my to like my friend. Yeah, my friend did that in a Prius, but he did Uber, mm-hmm. so he lived in the back of his Prius and um, delivered an Uber. But you were doing it in a much bigger car, which yeah. seems a little a little nicer. Yeah, yeah. That and was, how was that? It was great. I loved it. I really wish. I wound up going back to Colorado and living with my family and I wish I'd not done that because I had gone to go to UCB. I mean, or I'd come to, to LA to go to UCB and I went and hung out there and it was like already so exploded. I felt like I, I don't know. I didn't want to enter in to it at that time. Right now. I don't know if I regret that or not because I haven't had a good comedy community in other cities. I haven't been able to find it. I think you could find it definitely in LA. Maybe. I mean, I don't know what the scene is like now. I mean, it's so we, wild. We started in like 2000, whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, it was really good and a lot of great people, a lot of good friends and I think, I mean, I think it's still all here, but I don't know when comedy is coming back. I don't think it's coming back for another year or so. Yeah. Live shows. Yeah. At least there's so. like a sensibility that's coming around finally. Yeah. Like most of the summer was just like no, no perspective. But now there's at least a f- comedy to be made. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I, with the, you want to do live stuff? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I've been focusing on just doing a podcast and music in this phase, but I definitely want to do live as soon as possible so I can actually yeah. grow. All right, I want to get back to the. Um, I want to get back to this living in the car thing. How long did you do that? Uh, eight weeks, two months. Damn. Was there, what's the, what was like the lowest moment? Was there like a moment where you're like, fuck this, this is trash, it's garbage? Yeah. Uh, well, I kind of felt that way when I decided to go back to Colorado. But like uh, the lowest point was when I f- first got there, I spent all my money on gas and then I just did Postmates and it was the same, or it was like a thing where I had money from Postmates, but because I just started it, they were holding that money. Oh, so I couldn't that. get it. Yeah. And so there was like a day, like three, like a couple days after I got there where I ran out of food for three days. I just had to like sleep in the car on the road. <laughs> That's trash. Yeah. Was there, was this during a time with Postmates when they were doing the instant cash out? Yeah. It was okay. the heyday. It was, it was the best time. Right. Yeah. 
before any of that controversy and stuff that happened with them later on. It's li- it's literally Postmates is literally perfect for people who live in their car. Yeah. And then anything outside that, it's just trash. It's like wrecking the economy. Oh yeah, your, your Twitter says no on twenty two. Yeah. I don't I know think... what twenty two is. So twenty two is a provision in California where we we are trying to make app based. Um, not we. I'm, I'm saying we as California. Uh, California is trying to make cool. app based um, jobs to be to treat their employees like employees and not independent contractors. So like you have to be guaranteed a certain wage, which meets like um, uh, like minimum wage standards, and. Okay. Um, and Uber, Lyft, and all that, they don't want to do that because they like the idea of keeping their workers independent contractors because you can be, like, working for them and making no money because you have the yeah. app on, and then you're not making money until you do a thing. But technically, you're working for them. It's like that the app doesn't work if you're not having the thing on. So it's mm. like – so that, that type of mentality of, like, getting a quick reward – and like what low payout and especially even lower payout when you take in all the consideration with like the car and like mileage and taxes and so like um it's like a safety little thing to so no pay so no so um uh, prop 22 is to take that away that provision away oh and to make every um driver an independent independent contractor i see well you're an independent contractor you get to like like technically I'm an independent contractor right now. So I can pick how much I get paid. And if you don't agree with it, then it's like, then we have to like negotiate. Yeah. And but Damn, with them, cool. they're telling the drivers what they get paid, but they're not treating them as an employee. Yeah. So that's yeah. not good. It's no good, but it's, but that not job humanity. is, and the, the job is perfect for a person living in their car, yeah. which is like, I like that that's an option for people if they want to like, you know, live in a, you know, in a more minimal way. Yeah. And in a way I liked that when I had a car because I didn't have to have any time commitments, which is usually what scares me away from jobs. Yeah. So that's tough. I understand like that, like the appeal to that, but like, it's, I don't like that people are trying to, have that as their full-time job and like trying to pay all their bills with that shitty way of working yeah i mean the only thing that makes sense to me is the idea that like the government should support the people that live in it it in a real way right i mean (laughs) which i got to experience for the first time with this like freelance unemployment covid stuff we're like yeah where that was like the the only time I've ever been able to have like truly enough to get my basic needs met. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I think that should be a thing that just like happens year round with yeah. a global pandemic. I mean, like if there's a global pandemic, then there should be a way to pay for basic needs for people in need. Yeah. And um, so many countries do that all the time, no matter what yeah i think canada's doing that right now i mean i don't know if they do that like i don't think they have the ubi or anything but like they're like understanding that people are in need right now and they're like all right here's some money yeah um, yeah 
But that was, you're probably living like a, living on cloud nine. It's like a pig in mud. Probably loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I've learned how to live cheaply. Yeah. Uh, and so when I got that money, I could actually use it to do helpful things for me and invest in good, good ways. In Bitcoin. Stuff. In Bitcoin, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I just, exactly. I just took all my Bitcoin out like two days ago for this. And you have, <laughs> and you have Bitcoin? Uh, not anymore. I had like 400 bucks and then I took it out to come here. I wish right. I would have taken it all out. That's fine. Yeah. Um, what was the original investment? The original investment was two fifty. Okay, I mean that's, that's like I mean, I mean, it's better than the stock market. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have, I have Bitcoin, and my Bitcoin's down. What? How is yeah. your Bitcoin down? How's that possible um, today? It was. It was just really. It was really um, up high. Yeah. And um, I started at fifty dollars. And I went up to 350 or 375, Whoa, and now I'm down to 187. So, fucking hate my life. Damn, yeah. Rip. Yeah. Sorry. Only 200, 2,000% <laughs> increase. Or whatever. Yeah, I was trying to bet on a, I was trying to bet on a sport game. You know, okay. those classic sport games. Yeah. And, ball. um, ball, yeah. And, ball guy. yeah. It required me to buy Bitcoin to do it, and I wanted to make a fifty dollars bet. That's cool. And um, and I, I, trust I couldn't. That source. The the betting site wouldn't let me put it in because you had to wait two days after signing up to be able to bet. And so I just had Bitcoin there, and it's already doubled more than. <laughs> and what if if I if, um, if I wouldn't done the dumb bet? Yeah, yeah. So, Unless the odds out. are four to one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, so what are, what's your, okay. I want to know, I want to know what the future plans here are. All right. Um, cause I think you're in a very exciting position. Thank you. I do too. Um, I appreciate that positive outlook. Well, this comes from a guy who likes to watch YouTube videos of people living in their cars or living in storage units. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are some of the best. Of Maybe I, like I could have a show where I'm trying to. Not live in my car, but just live, survive in this world. Um, I mean, if you want quick <laughs> money, idea. if you want really quick money, I, what I would recommend uh, mm -hmm. to you is, um, I think what you should do is start a YouTube channel. Okay. YouTube channel is about, I'm, I'm living in blank, and this is my experience of how uh, to make money. Yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what makes sense to me. I mean, you could start, I mean, I'm a big fan of storage units, mm -hmm. of people renting a storage unit and then stealing power and um, figuring out a way to make it look like it's locked, but it's not actually locked. <laughs> um, there's a really good YouTube video of a person doing that. But I also like people that live in vans. Mm -hmm. Do you deck out your car at all to make it um, livable or uh, more hospitable, I mean? I duct taped... Uh, towels to the windows, but I also a year later lived in a proper van. I built a, I built it into a really nice interior, like a sink and a bed, and uh, I drove that from Colorado to Washington State. And what happened I, to it? 
it broke down when I was okay. 60 miles away from my destination. Oh. For the third time after I had spent my savings on the previous right. two breakdowns. Which is like easily a YouTube video, but yeah, stop, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It's great. And I lived in it broken down, like towing it with AAA every three weeks when I would get. Did you have tickets. AAA? I, uh, I didn't, but I, I got it real quick. Right. And got away with the no pre-existing conditions um, addendum. Great. Thank you, Obama. <laughs> um, um, that's great. And so, but did you, so you towed the car to your final destination, mm -hmm. which is Washington State. Mm -hmm. And did you live in the van there, even though it wasn't working? Mm-hmm. Okay. For eight months. All right. Yeah. I did that, and I started doing stand-up uh, where I would just try and improv because right. that's really what works for me until I had an unfortunate uh, experience where the rules of improv turned turned on me. Uh, also, where is this going? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I f well, I'll tell you the story. I feel like yeah. the uh, the tensions are just continuing to rise with with politics stuff. So, but what happened was I was at this open mic, right? Classic open mic at a bar. The MC goes up at the beginning and says. We just have a couple rules for this open mic. This is a progressive place, so we just want to make sure everyone feels included and able to express themselves. Uh, just make sure you don't do any like misogynistic bullshit or any racist stuff. And also make sure you don't do any knock-knock jokes, because that's hack. Ha ha ha, just kidding. Right. Classic. <laughs> so, classic. this opener already. Right, 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 right. Was that's that Chappelle? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it might as well have been. He's so good. He's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, what what is the best way to honor one of my heroes than to uh, copy them uh, uh -huh. and and at least reference them in my comedy of doing a classic comedy bit of uh, being willfully ignorant. <laughs> so I go up, I do my like four jokes that I kind of know. And then I say like, oh, and also... Um, I hate women, I hate black people, and I have one more joke, it's a knock-knock joke. And like, right. but before I said like the knock-knock, as soon as I said I hate black people, they cut my mic. And I was like, <sighs> just, it was slowly, I was like, wait. At first I thought they were joking, and then I was like, right. wait. The last thing I said on mic was I hate black people, and then they like cut my mic off. It was shitty, it made me feel really bad. Uh, because well, yeah, I mean, it's like one of those things where you're like, it's like, I mean, it's just a thing you do. It's just like you kind of like ride the line. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did that too. I did. I did one thing where like um, we were doing power violence uh, one time, and we we're like, wit was just like, it was like a really quick joke where wit was just like, "Hi, I'm the leader of the group, whatever," but he's the blah 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 of the group and clay he's like he's the dummy of the group and i was just like i just said like yeah i'm basically retarded and um yeah. it was just like right when those words came out it was just like so definitely it was so silent to where i'm like yeah oh. i'm like i knew i shouldn't say it but that's why i wanted to say it because yeah. i thought the bit was cheesy and i was going to undercut the cheesy bit by going harsh yeah totally and i was and then um it was like 
oh, I, that's why I don't do fucking edgy shit. Because of this feeling that I'm feeling right now. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've learned as well. But for that, right. that's the last time I've done stand-up. I stopped doing it, then I moved away, and that's like a weird memory to have it be the last time. Right. Yeah, that's kind of a dumb memory to have. I mean, it's just like one of those things where you're just like, it, it really is like not a fucking, it's not really, it's not really a big deal. I mean, like, yeah, I've seen edgier shit done. I've, like, oh, yeah, I've seen like some no of the edgiest relation. shit that's possible. To like no reaction, like no one gives a shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah. like, it's just like, sometimes you'll just catch the wrong audience and like, or sometimes you're like, misread the room. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, it happens to literally everyone. I mean, like, everyone I know has had that one moment where you're like, ooh, this is like right when, right before I go to bed. This is what I'll think about. Sounds yeah. like fucking sick, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think you need like a couple of those. Yeah. In your, um, totally. Just to get them over with. And yeah. Just, you know. And really what I want is to be able to do, do it, period. Yeah, and the only way that you get good at it is by doing it for like um, fucking five hundred times. <laughs> yeah, I mean it really is. I mean it's on. I've never like I've never seen anyone really do comedy to where they're like they started off really good and they stayed really good and they just got better. It's always like a comic is like okay. There's a couple of jokes where you're like it doesn't really land, but you're like you can tell that the person's really good at comedy. Mm-hmm. Even though they mm-hmm. they don't have the performance out right, or like they don't have, they just don't have it yet. And then it takes like four or five years, and then you're like, oh, now you're like pro at it. Yeah, wow. So that's great. Or you could do a podcast, and and it's a lot easier. Yeah, well, it's very easy to be in a bubble with a podcast. Right. And I've spent a lot of time in a bubble of no community doing a podcast, trying to keep my uh, self evolving comedically, uh, and keep my self sharp as attack. Right. But I haven't had like good feedback from other people. Cause like, uh, for a long time I was around people who I knew didn't understand my sensibility or yeah. just like, yeah. And, but at a certain point I, I don't know. I feel like I just want more, more experience and more interactions with people so I can understand myself better. Yeah. It's so good that COVID happened. Such a such good timing. COVID is. Yeah. The one thing that makes you antisocial. Yeah. It's like the one thing. Yeah. I mean, that's like, um, I don't know. It's like, um, the good thing about podcasts is like, it's one of those things where, you're like constantly getting like it is like kind of a bubble but like even you are getting out of your bubble or like just like talking to other people yeah which is a thing that i don't even really do with like my podcast anymore it's like just a yeah we don't do guests anymore really like yeah just because like it's like a it's an odd ask to ask someone to be like because like i don't like to do podcasts over zoom either yeah and um but like with like with what we have is like we just have a bu- a bubble like a social bubble of like four or five people that me and my wife kind of feel comfortable being around and like that's like the podcast 
And I know that other people have that too. And so it's like odd for me to ask like stand-up friends of mine to be like, oh, you want to do the podcast during a global pandemic? It's just like a weird ask, but I think like, yeah. I don't like, you know, they could like zoom in, but it's like, I don't want, I, I don't like, um, I don't think that would be good for the podcast. So like, it's like a yeah. struggle. I mean, I think, I, I think you kind of get it. Or yeah, I feel the same. I mean, it's good. Yeah. It's just a different vibe and you wind up talking about different things, doing different things because of the the reality of what's going on, which is cool. Yeah. And you ever think about getting that car back? This is my this is my main question. <laughs> I wanted Yeah, being in LA without a car. It's LA's the place for driving, right? Well, especially it's like it's a car's nice is because you always know like I mean like shit, like fuck I don't really have any money, but I do have my car, so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. I am so sick of that car though. I just don't want to drive anymore. I feel like it yeah. makes me so overstimulated. Well, I guess it's just really having a, a, a crazy ass car where every yeah. moment is like a wild trip. But, uh, yeah, I, w I was really, I've been really excited about the idea of not driving anymore. Although, maybe i don't know who knows what's gonna happen i mean to you me. could do that in la for sure i mean you, like, i know like a lot of people that don't drive here yeah. rod was trying to rod was trying to oh yeah i remember that drive. Phase. yeah which is i pissed me off so much why um I'm go nervous. off go off go off um watch watch him actually i ran into him randomly today which is oh, the really? weirdest thing me and uh i went to go get shake shack and Rod was just out in the street getting Shake Shack too. What is fucking shit. walking ass? Yes. What is what the fuck? Yeah, so I beat the shit of him, and he didn't like that. But I had a blast. And then I went home, and I haven't heard from him since. Hmm. So, well, it's his loss. Yeah. yeah. Bitch. What have you? Okay, so what have you done in LA since you've gotten here? I went out on a scooter. I said this already, but I went out on a scooter yeah. and I went to the uh, coffee shop and then I uh -huh. went to the grocery store, which is new information. Yes. And after which that, one? Uh, new, new, Newman's. Okay. That's not it. Is that it? That's not it. It's next to Walgreens. Lassen's. In Echo Lassen's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've never heard of it before. Never saw it's it. A, it's before. a. It's a. It's a Christian-owned um, uh, grocery store. Mm. They're closed on Sundays, and they don't sell beer. And they you have a lot of lessons to learn from them. Yes, exactly. And their Go infinite off. wisdom. Yes, yes, yes. That's why they named it that, of course. <laughs> uh, wait, when did you get here? I got here, uh, what day is it? Wednesday? I got here Wednesday. Monday. Oh, so you're just here. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 I'm just oh. here. I want to stay just here for uh, as long as I can. Right. And once you get to the point where you can't no longer, mm -hmm. what's the game plan? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Nothing. Well, uh, right. uh, all I want to do is music and comedy. I'm going to keep doing that because... Uh, 
nothing else makes me feel good. Right. What's the what's the music? I mean, the music is that something that you've been doing for a long time now? Mm-hmm. All my life, but it's a interesting where I am with it is interesting because I well, this is a little big story. Go for it. I was like a classically trained violinist doing like all these okay. shits as a kid, you know, contests, symphonies, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then I quit all that and wanted to be a folk artist when I was like uh, in high school and college. All right, and what were you listening to? I was listening to like Simon and Garfunkel, Joni okay. Mitchell, uh, yeah, classic Americana vein. Like, yeah, Greenwich Village type of, mm-hmm. um, Falk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nick Drake. Uh, yes. Uh, 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 Fleetwood Mac. Classic. <laughs> That's too classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I did that. Uh, I was very sad and emotional, yeah. and made a bunch of music like that. And then, uh, I don't know what 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 I care about when making music these days is doing it in a fun process that is like really kind of one, really improvisational, where right. I make a beat real fast, do everything kind of like in one take, and just slowly bring it back to more of a constructed place from that point. Yeah. And it's getting better and better, but it's it's an interesting angle to approach things from because it's not like the most, uh, what's the word? Um, it's not the Manic. most attractive from oh, right. from like uh, any sort of business <laughs> standpoint. But right. It's genuine and it's the process is genuine, but the music is slowly becoming more listenable, more widely okay. appreciated appreciable as i get better you know right yeah. how do you make the beats uh i have this thing which is like a little sampler okay it can sample anything and you can make a bunch of different patterns on it and then oh look maybe can you hear this yeah yeah i can hear that this is the beat i made last night from just I love that. things I sampled. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm making like house techno, weird, weird like organic textured house music these days. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be. I used to be really into that. Or like um. There's a in high school. There's a guy named Secret Mommy, who mm, would uh, good name. He would go into like a uh, a place like a daycare or like um, like a gym and just record stuff, and then he would go back home and then everything that he recorded he would just cut up into a song. Yeah, yeah, and um, very cool stuff. I really liked that as a kid. I said that's neat, and I really like that. Wow. Yeah. It's literally, yeah. So, um, maybe I can, you can look into that and enjoy that. 
I would love to say uh, that's neat to that. Yes. Myself, because I feel like a kid right now. Right. Um, and then guitar, is that a part of it? Guitar is, although I don't have a guitar. Guitar is like the main, most experience I have is on guitar. Right. Um, yeah, but I don't have one with me right now. I just have a keyboard. Um, and I also... Like a little keyboard? Like a medium. I like this. This is, okay. this is the keyboard. <laughs> that is a medium keyboard. Yeah. It's a medium keyboard. It plays a whole bunch of different kinds of sounds. Plays drums, plays swoops, plays crackles. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Mm. How do you record it? Into laptop? Into computer? laptop, computer, program, window, open, Ableton. Ableton? Oops. Yes. Wow. I really feel like I'm able to do a ton of stuff with it, you know? Yeah. I was really into Fruity Loops when I was a kid. Mm, you know about this? Cereal. You know about you know you know about this program? I know about that. Um, I've never also. used it though. It's very um, I don't know. It's kind of dumb. Everyone says that, like but really all the simple. coolest people are the ones that use it. Really? Anyone that's dumb and weird, and you shouldn't use it. But all the coolest people are the ones that actually are the ones that are using it. Make this on that. Um, yeah, I only know. Yeah, I stop. Stop fucking around with music. Really? Time ago. Yeah. Why? I was in I was in bands in high school and I was like I thought like, oh okay, this is what I'll do. I'll like tour my whole life. Mm -hmm. And um I was over it very quick after um before I left high school. Why? But what tipped you? It was well, it was when I was thirteen, I started a punk band with Wit. Great. And that was fun. And then he got into like metalcore or like some weird like hardcore metal. Mm. And I was in that band. And then mm. was your that heart was the, in that band? Not at all. Because um, I just played bass, and I was just there to like hang out and go to shows and play music, which was fun. But it was not my like. It wasn't like something that I was like really stoked on. And then, uh, and then that's when you like start getting into like band dynamics of like the drummer has an attitude because of this, but then the guitarist has an attitude because of this. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of like drains you emotionally where you're like, fuck, I just want to like go not do this. Yeah. But we went on tour and the tour was fun and it was like fun, but. Oh, that sounds fun. Ha- having, <laughs> having an argument like the fucking every day at band practice is like, I don't want to do this. And, yeah, and of course you're playing bass. You're the one that's the most easy to be cool and not have. Oh yeah, attitude. where I was just like, people aren't arguing over like music stuff, and it's not like a bass dude, and, I, and this is not really the music that I like thrive in. Mm-hmm. Writing, um, you know, I was just like, it was so easy for me to check out. Also, like when I was like in the punk band, I was like, all right, I'll just like I'll write the songs, and then Wit will write some songs, and we're always like writing stuff. But with like this like metal band, it was. Whatever y'all play, tell me what the notes are. I'm here. I'm cool. And if y'all need anything, I'll be over here. And which is like really cool. I love that for a little bit until like I eventually I was like, 
I always like I'm always the type of person that wants to be in control. Mm. But like when I know that I'm not in control, I totally check out because I yeah. don't want to step on anyone's feet. Yeah, or yeah, like I don't want to like get in an argument and be like, wait, why am I in this argument? I don't care. This is not really my band. Yeah. So I was like in that attitude. So I was just like the I just like never fought or anything, but I was always like around when like arguments started happening and like me and Wit are like not argue people. Mm-hmm. And so we we're just like we we're the first ones to be like I don't want I don't want to do this. Um so and then after that I was like I think I'm done with music for a little bit. Mm. And um, what did you do instead? Um I was trying to get into well my thing was like filmmaking and like Right. That yeah, was like the he, thing that I really wanted to do which is like so like me and Wit would like film stuff all the time and also like skateboarding a lot so we would film skate videos and stuff which is like all I cared about. So that's like the only thing that I wanted to do. So I was just like making videos a lot. And then that's what dragged my ass to um, California. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that too. Yeah. Um, Keep directing, keep producing. Yeah. I like that you, um, I like how you filmed the podcast. Oh, thank you. I I feel like that maybe is the strongest, strongest piece of that episode. Right. Well, that's like, I think that's a future podcast. If, if I'm being, if you, if I'm I being really real. appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, people like to watch podcasts. Yes. More than listening to. I yeah. think more and more, even though I mainly just listen to it. But my wife watches podcasts. Mm. Yeah. I, I've been watching recently. I haven't that much, but I've definitely felt very passionate about that concept as the future. Um, yeah especially with with people i really like like your show and like hollywood handbook and like comedy bang bang in past years have been the things i wish i could have seen sometimes right video element of yeah i think like i think our podcast is like interesting i mean our podcast is too like chaotic well that's why video can be cool because you can like ground to something that's true i think hollywood handbook would be really good with that yeah um yeah yeah i tried to get kevin to hire me like four years ago to produce videos really? for them yeah yeah but i should have talked to someone else someone in the... talked to earwolf i mean like i if if i were you if you like want to do podcast shit i just talk to every fucking um podcasting company that you like and just be like hire me do do something yeah just that's what, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Cause I feel like I'm, I'm equipped to do my own stuff, uh, autonomously, which right. is a great position to be in when you want to collaborate with someone or a company. Right. Like I can easily work for them, make money. And I've already built my own project to do right. with or without them. So it's, I mean, like even like having that one video, just like, like, hey, listen, look at the video. I'm competent at this. Yeah. Hire me and just have me be just like around and I can help with whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that's like. That sounds great to me. We had a guy at Forever Dog who was just like, he like recorded all of us. And um, I really liked him. Um, great. Name. When we did it at Forever Dog. But like. Um, Wait, you're not with them? No, we're with them. We just don't go in to record anymore. Um, we used to like go into a studio to do I it. I see, I see, yeah. 
no, we don't do that anymore. So we, I don't really talk to anyone there. Yeah, but um, that's the dream. And it, I mean, for, I for a podcaster, wish... my dream is to not talk to anyone. <laughs> oh, so yeah, now we do that. Um, but I think it's like the, that's like the one place that like you can like you can do something like that and like meet people in yeah. like a community that you want to like contribute to. Yeah, that's really what I want these days. Yeah. yeah. I spent a lot of time feeling unmotivated to make my own stuff because I wasn't in a community that could appreciate it in the way I wanted them right. to. Right. And, and it's not uh, even like, it's just like, you know, having people like go to the same goal that you're trying to get to. Yeah. Is what really, I mean, that's really what all it is. I mean, yeah. That's so true. Damn. So. That feels good. <laughs> well, Clay Tatum. This has been a really great conversation. Yeah. Thanks for doing great. doing this with me. Um, uh, keep me updated on your um, L.A. saga. Ah, I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll find a good way to do that. Because <laughs> sure. um, I really am curious of how um, this will evolve. Yeah. Like that's... I told you, I like, um, I like these little journeys. Yeah. Yeah, I do too, and I think maybe I'll just start documenting it. I think you should. I think you should document it and just, um, um, there's a kid screaming. Yeah. How, how long does that go on? Uh, what time is it? It's 8.07. 8.07, probably since 5.30. Okay. Yeah. He has a couple more hours in him. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple more hours in me too before yeah. I blow my stack. I remember being a kid and scheduling how many hours I'll scream. Mm. I, mean, I think I'm going to scream. Well, that's more than, that's three to eight is when I scream. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I think that kid is just having a later schedule. Mm -hmm. I remember that so too that's... when I was a kid. I would uh, always be writing down in my notepad and making my list and checking things off. I mean, we all had a planner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, oh, I remember reminding my mom to buy diapers for me and... <laughs> Yeah, you know, mom. I think my list says it says diapers. You get that? Yeah, no, get on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, keep me updated on this LA trip. I'm very interested. Thank you. Um, you've picked a very interesting area to be in. You picked a very good area to be in because you're centralized. Yes, that is why I picked it. And you're next to a subway station. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, I do. So at MacArthur Park, there's a, um, or at the water, the mm -hmm. lake, mm -hmm. there's a subway station there. And I think that's the red line. It takes you to downtown, and it takes you to Los Feliz. Mm. And also, you can hop on the purple line that takes you to Koreatown. Ah, oh, beautiful. Yeah, so. Those are great spots. And honestly, sorry for the burp, <sighs> half the time, that. you don't have to pay. Mm, mm. What about the other half? Other half, if it's busy, you might need to pay. All right. But um, when I moved to downtown, for the, and I just took the subway everywhere, I never paid. Always hopped over the guy. Mm -hmm. Never got caught, but, you know, it's also very cheap, so. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to pay for your own conscience. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, well maybe you'll see me on the subway, dog. Yeah. 
That's what's up. Um, have fun in LA. I hope you have a great time. I hope you're here as long as you like to be. And I hope you uh, figure out how to get that car back and fix it up in, in the way you love it. So you stop the shakes, you stop the bumps. And um, yes. Thank you. That's great. Um, you heard it here, listeners. I'm going to become a car mechanic in LA just exactly. so I can fix my car. And then yes. who knows where I can go from there. And I'm going to document yes. the whole thing on a brand new YouTube channel series. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. I'll All talk right. to you later. Bye. Later, dude. Peace.